0: your life one story at a time this is the chicken soup for the soul podcast with editor-in-chief amy newmark hey it's amy newmark with your chicken soup for the soul and today i'm going to start sharing stories with you from our newest book chicken soup for the soul too funny this is our third collection of funny stories we've done one each spring since the pandemic started and they've been very popular No one is safe in these true stories, from spouses to parents to children to colleagues to friends. And the funniest stories are the ones about the writer's own mishaps and most embarrassing moments, which is what we're going to talk about today. Our first story is actually the first story in the book because it made me laugh every time I read it. In this story, Ree Pashley tells us that she's had plenty of bad luck trying to get through security at the airport in Winnipeg, Canada. First, it was because her laptop computer had suspicious trace substances. Then it was because she forgot she was carrying her Swiss Army knife. And then, finally, it was the most embarrassing incident of all. Ree was making a last-minute trip to visit her family in America for Thanksgiving, so she packed in a rush. Then at the airport, she discovered her flight was delayed but she started talking to some of the other passengers on her flight, including the cute guy behind her in the security line. He asked her to have coffee with him once they got through the line. But then disaster struck. Re had forgotten one small item in her carry-on bag, one small black container that had no business being anywhere outside of a laboratory. She says, At first, the TSA agent focused on my toiletry bag. I grimaced a little when he pulled every item out of my one liter transparent bag, including my feminine hygiene products. She had forgotten about her sunscreen, so the TSA agent pointed out that it wasn't in the plastic bag as required. Nothing too embarrassing so far with that cute guy right behind her in the line. Then the TSA agent pulled out her super strong deodorant and held that up. Luckily, the cute guy was repacking his computer, slowly, so that he'd still be behind her when she finished and they could get coffee together. But then the security officer pulled out a container, a small black container, clearly bearing the labels toxic and poison. What are these for? He asked loudly. Bree turned bright red. She had forgotten this item was in her bag. It was the same bag she had taken with her to her checkup a few days before. She had recently returned from a trip to East Africa, and she was having some GI issues, so the doctor had asked her for a stool sample. She had tucked the empty container into her bag and then failed to use it for the stool sample because she started feeling better. And now she had the TSA agent holding up the stool sample container in front of the cute guy and it had liquid in it, because that was the liquid that's used to preserve the stool sample if you do indeed use the container. Rhi told the agent it was nothing, and he could just throw it away. But no, he wanted to discuss it. Ma'am, this is poison. You could not take this on the flight. I need to know where you got this and why you have this in your bag. Well, now Re wished that she could just melt into the floor. The cute guy was hearing every word, and it was going to get worse. It's from the doctor, she explained. The agent wanted to know more. She leaned in so that he could hear her as she whispered. It's for a stool sample from the doctor. Ma'am, this is poison. Why do you have this? It's for a stool sample, she said loudly. So now she just wanted to board her flight. She didn't care anymore if the cute guy could overhear. The TSA agent stared at her with a blank face. Clearly, he didn't understand. She tried once more in a very loud whisper. It's from the doctor for fecal matter. It says toxic. What is this for? The T.S. agent was speaking louder and apparently did not understand what stool meant. There was no way around it. She was just going to have to say it. It's for my poo, Ree said loudly. At that point, the cute guy grabbed his bags and quickly walked away. And poor Rhee continued, it's for the doctor to see my poo. I'm sorry. I forgot it was in my bag. I don't need it. You can keep it, she says. The TSA agent looked as if he was going to vomit. No, no, there isn't anything in it right now, she clarified. It's empty, except for, you know, the poison to keep the poo uh, fresh. The TSA agent didn't say anything. Nothing. No poo in it, she reiterated. Now she started explaining about her GI problems and why she had the sample container but hadn't used it. Everyone else was passing through in the other line now while Re underwent her interrogation. She just wanted the TSA agent to throw away the container and he didn't want to touch it anymore. She doesn't know what ended up happening to her unused stool sample container, but she does know that next she was physically searched. And then when she got to the gate, She bought her own coffee. Mickey Finley shares another embarrassing story with us in Chicken Soup for the Soul Too Funny. It happened at a Scottish banquet she was invited to, to sing at, near her home in British Columbia. She decided that she needed to wear something made of Scottish tartan, a kilt, so she reached out to a local seamstress to make her one. The seamstress was super busy, so Mickey didn't get her kilt until right before she needed it. At least she had it to wear to her special event. The night of the event, Mickey was very nervous. She just stared at her Scottish meal of haggis, neeps, and tatties. And then it was time for the host to introduce her so she could sing. She rose from her seat, very nervous, and heard a loud ripping sound. Mickey says, I froze, confused, afraid to look, but the truth was undeniable. My kilt was lying on the floor, in a heap, around my ankles. So, you know how you're supposed to picture the audience in their underwear when you're nervous about performing? Well, this was the opposite. Mickey was standing in front of hundreds of people in her underwear. She turned bright red, and then she bravely leaned down to get her skirt, and she wrapped it around her waist, then she made her way to the microphone, and she said, Well, my goodness, apparently I've lost weight. I guess I should have eaten more haggis. And that saved the evening. The room erupted with laughter, and she laughed along with the audience. And then she sang, and she got a standing ovation. When she talked to the seamstress about what had happened, it turned out that the seamstress had been in such a hurry to finish the kilt that she had used Velcro to close it instead of something more secure and Mickey had caught the edge of the kilt on her chair and had pulled open while she stood up. Mickey says she was able to see the positive in the experience after a few days passed. She says that while the kilt revealed way too much to the audience, the whole incident also revealed some things to her. That she was able to laugh at herself, she possessed more courage than she realized, and she couldn't control the unknown. She says... I decided it was time to toss my shame aside like a discarded kilt. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Too Funny. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button to read more about this book and all the topics it covers. You'll find it wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. If you want to read stories from this book and our other new collections, you can sign up for our daily newsletter and get a free story in your email every day. Just head over to chickensoup.com and click on the newsletter sign up option. You can also follow me on Twitter, where my handle is at Amy Newmark, and you'll see links to our free stories and to this podcast. And please come back for our next episode to hear a couple of stories from chicken soup for the soul grieving loss and healing about how you can feel closer to someone you've lost by doing a project together finishing or continuing something that your loved one was already working on